This Fantasy Life. Here we are, season two, episode two of This Fantasy Life, and it is on. Man. It's the, happening. Things are happening. The NFL has stormed through the United States with the eye of the storm in Cleveland this week. Ooh, too soon. We have to talk about Cleveland. Oh, we will. And the podcast is dedicated to fantasy football. Last year at this time, we were flying high, looking at 1-0 and and thinking the world was in our hand. And now, uh, not no. so much. All the hope that I had last year, or last week, I should say, has been completely depleted. And I am, why the heck did I draft Devontae Freeman, John? Yeah. yeah. It's almost like um, I was asleep during the draft, Chris. Yes. Mm-hmm. And um, my team always sucks at the board, Brandon. <laughs> hey. hey. My team does always suck. That's very appropriate. <laughs> and so here we are. But we yeah, are not morose lifers. because football is still football. It's still fun. And yes. it's still fun. And, it's, and as much as it is, it's, we enjoy the thrill. And, uh, you know, I win next week. Football was on all day on Sunday. It was on all day and all night. Crazy, yeah. Day and all night. Yeah, uh, very good. Except, um, well, we'll talk about some of that. But we are a podcast that's dedicated to fantasy football, and we also will take fantasy football leagues from around the world, but specifically Ohio. So if you want to get your stats on, shout out at somebody, brag about how great you're doing or how badly your rival is doing, uh, feel free to email us at Uh, thisfantasylifepodcast at gmail.com. Get on the bus. I think we're more social than that. We are. We have a Twitter. We have a Twitter, at TFLifers. At TFLifers. So get at us. over there. Pretty active. Uh, We also have another um, podcast called These Three Things. These Three Things, which we started this summer. Pretty good. That podcast isn't a weekly podcast, but it's a podcast that comes out every few weeks where uh, three different people every week uh, talk about three different things, and it's really general, really simple. Give it a listen. And we are approaching a 1,000 total listeners for our season, and that party will be epic, my friends. Oof, going to save up for that. But fantasy football. We would also appreciate it if uh, the lifers out there would leave us a review on iTunes, but more importantly, if they would start to share the podcast. We know that anybody who's listening to this podcast and cares about fantasy football, I would say knows at least 10 other people who also hmm. like fantasy football. It's kind of like Amway. It is. So, so tell 10 other people, yeah, and, and you if, tell 10 other people. And if they tell 10 other people, then we have fun. a billion listens. It's fun to watch other leagues go through the same thing we're going through. It is. Also fun to see other leagues that have slightly different rules, or sometimes extremely different rules, and see how their season is going. Yes. And right now, in our fold, a bunch among the TF lifers... Is we have six teams, you said. About six teams, yeah, it's exciting. And later on in the show, we're going to talk about their first week in fantasy football. And we're also going to have a guest uh, call in and tell us about his league. He's a guest, he's been on before. Yeah, we try and do a weekly guest every single week. And DJ's going to tell us a little bit about the Paul Jennings Memorial League. It's one of our favorite leagues. I'm really Love looking forward to their team names this year. Yes, I am too. And really, all the leagues. We haven't seen their names yet. Team names are always fun. Yes. I always feel like that's the worst thing that I do of all of football. And I came in oh, last no. and lost a bunch you, of games. But I still think worse my team things, names Like picking players, <laughs> you know, choosing the right players, beating other teams, scoring Speaking points. Speaking of team names, all right. uh, I did uh-huh. change my team name. You did? I did. Okay, I so your, you your original team was? Uh, J-Train to Brown Town. Which, which we felt kind of, was kind of crappy. It's a mouthful. It's, yeah. a, it's a hard <laughs> name to say. Is that a pun? I didn't yeah, like man. it. What? Uh, Brown Town. So. It's like poop. Yes. A Jai Another Day. Whoa. Very James Bondy. I and like can, it. Can you say that like Sean Connery? No. Oh, <laughs> no, I'm so you pull that uh, out. Me too. Or just <laughs> so try it. Yeah. you pull that out. 
All right. So names are fun, and it oh, is not one of the things that I do well, uh, but there are some good ones out there. And let's just get it out of the way. First off, this season is our say yes to the dress season mm -hmm. because the loser in the league of record is going to have to uh, serve everybody at the draft. Or we said maybe a Super Bowl party. Or a Super Bowl party mm -hmm. wearing a dress. Yeah. And I think it's just an, a nice, fun thing to obviously do. Obviously, in this, in this 2000s, the embarrassing part to that is serving the drinks. Yes, exactly. So, right. so it's say to yes that. to the dress. Yes. And let's get it out of the way right now. I finished dead last in our league, so you shouldn't listen to anything I have mm -hmm. to say because no, it's always going to no. be wrong. Yep. Brandon, last year, what What was your final record? Or how did you, you end up fifth? Uh, yeah, fifth, sixth. Somewhere in there. Okay, and feel free to I don't know mute this or whatever. Chris, are you gonna ask me, Chris? Because I won. Chris, yeah, Chris I won the won. league. In Chris fact, won. our big board. You know what we should do? Oh, do this. Post a picture of the big board on the Twitter. Twitter. We will do that. Maybe the champion it. should hold it. I don't yeah. know. The board is an ugly, ugly thing. It's but I'm not blaming beautiful. the commissioner for that. Beautifully he crafted the by the commissioner could. and his wife. He did the best he could. So every week on this fancy life, we do a couple of things. We look back at the previous week and kind of recap the week. Talk about what happened. Talk about um. The players that kind of went off, uh, teams that went off, and then we also look ahead to the week as well. So we're doing both those things this week. We're back into the groove. We have football behind us. We have football ahead of us. So and I think we have we football can... right in front of us. Yes, and we have uh, a new segment this week, which is kind of fun. What is that? Um, well, it's called our weekly worry. We'll gotcha. get to that later. Mm -hmm. But we have a lot of segments that are returning from last year. So the lifers, I'm sure, have been waiting pins and needles. And the first segment, we like, you know, a lot of fantasy guys out there, Matthew Berry others they are um, so narcissistic well they say all these things and there's no comeuppance later the next day you're like you know what they said and it wasn't yeah. true and they they never you know you know have to retaliate or um answer for all of their wrong advice and so you and i aren't like that how noble are we we always admit every single week that we were wrong all right so i was wrong Oh, last go week. on. Uh, about many things. Mm -hmm. um, one, I said that the Denver Broncos weren't going to do well. I was thinking, you know, a lot of, lot of un... Pat Mahomes. Lot, yeah, going up against... Um, they, no, they played the Seahawks. I thought the offense was very uncertain. You know, a young quarterback, young running backs, what's going to happen? Um, incorrect. Uh, Denver looked really, really good. Defense played out of their minds. Um, the offense looked great. Uh, the running backs especially look pretty good. Absolutely. I have one of those, and I, I'm, I'm a little high on uh, Your voice, right? Rolls Royce. Yeah. Yes, Royce Freeman. So Denver looked great. Mm -hmm. I was wrong. Yeah. Um, I was also wrong about the Niners. Oh, go on. Um, I mean, that could be a, a trending theme, a trending topic <laughs> yeah. this, this year. But, uh, I mean, they so were So let me only... ask you, as a Niners fan uh -huh. and watching that game, do you— sure. What is your evaluation? Are you rose-colored glasses and like this was just a blip and they're going to bounce back? I am medium. Um, they didn't play well, mm -hmm. um, but they played against perhaps the best defense in the league, maybe the best team in the NFC. I mean, it is a Super Bowl caliber team. It it, is. They are picked by many to go to the Super Bowl. So I'm, I'm not going to do anything. It's one week. It's Future one game. Future Hall of Famer Jimmy GQ mm -hmm. Crapolo. What about him? He had some had some bad throws. Uh-huh. Um, but it's one week. Is he Dak Prescott year two? Uh, no. Pretty exciting. Different. Pretty good year one. Five wins. And now? That John Line can still chisel diamonds. Uh, so oh, as well, far as I'm I mean, concerned. He is cute. He's a winner. Mm -hmm. uh, but yeah, they didn't. Uh, the, and specifically fantasy-wise, uh, Goodwin in up getting hurt and was out um and the running backs didn't do diddly squats so pretty bad fantasy wise mm -hmm. sorry about that and my wrong was and you know what i'm probably always going to be wrong about this or many times and i just pulled up espn and there is that 
guy's face right there. <laughs> on, uh, Facey face. Green Bay was supposed to suck. And, of course, Aaron Rodgers went off in the first half and as if he were hurt. And I was dancing and singing. And uh, I finally figured out there was a God. I, I became a little religious. And then <laughs> he came back and I realized what my lot in life is. And then Jesus came back. He, and Jesus he was left. A, he Jesus, was in a Packers Jesus uniform. Jesus left to go to Lambeau Field. <laughs> Unbelievable. And so the Packers did okay, and Aaron Rodgers, whatever. I think Chris Collinsworth said that it was a game that you'd remember for, for ages. Oh, my God. Those were the words out of his mouth. That's because Chris Collinsworth has CTE and can't remember anything. And just so everybody knows. Is, C- is it CTE? Okay. Oh, for sure a thing. Yeah. That- well, don't ask Roger Goodell. He wouldn't say it's a thing. <laughs> but it definitely is. that is. insensitive? Uh, so people should know that we're not always wrong. No. We're also Every right. Every so often. You may be right. It's early in the season, yeah. but so, so don't take any of this well, for granted. It's early in the season, so we're really reaching for things to be right about. And what I was right about was Philip Rivers. I took a chance yeah. on uh, Philip Rivers, and I think he got 32 or 33 points this weekend. You drafted him way, way late. Yeah, waited yeah. a long, long time. I think I said I had a, I wanted Roethlisberger, Stafford, or Rivers, and I had to wait for Rivers, and I got him. And uh, I think better than the other two. Oh yeah. Um, and I was right about the Saints, oh. uh, even though they lost <laughs> to the apparently superior Buccaneers. Um, fantasy-wise, Saints went off. Kamara had a gigantic day. Drew Brees had a gigantic day. Michael Thomas, Michael Thomas, a gigantic day. Um, even in a loss to the Buccaneers, they still put up 40 points. And uh, that could be a trend all year. Uh, I think they're just going to keep just putting mm-hmm. up points every single game. Absolutely. Um, we also generally take a look around the league at some general news. And I would say the biggest news, not only in the league this week, uh, but in Pretty our fantasy league, in our league as well, is Le'Veon Bell. Le'Veon what has not returned to the team. He is taking something in the neighborhood of $850,000 pay cut yeah. for Oof. every game that he misses. I'll take that. But the word on the street is that he can still go 10 games before he's no longer a Steeler and before he can't play next season for another team. So a lot of people are saying he's going to be out nine, all nine games or all 10 games. And little Jimmy Connor is not just a tennis player. Is he a tennis player? No, Jimmy Connors was a tennis player oh, really? back in the 70s. Oh, nice. Yeah. Okay, so... Uh, <laughs> Jimmy Connor played tennis? <laughs> <laughs> I mean, and this guy could play. Oh, yeah, he's got 130 yards or something like that. There are a lot of Twitters on the Twitter sphere who were saying that, oh, if, if Le'Veon would have been playing, he would have made, they would have won. Mm. And that even though Connor had a good game, he had a Le'Veon-style game, and they lost. Who's and Le'Veon, Yeah, and that's, that's a hard argument. But it certainly doesn't help Le'Veon's uh, leverage. Well, the weird thing, I feel like this timeline has just been accelerated. Like, so we had our draft not too early. It was a week and a half before the season. And this wasn't, I mean, there were some rumbles that Le'Veon, you know, hadn't been the camp yet, whatever. But it was going to be, you know, all tied up. Right. Le'Veon, I would say, went top three in every league. I can't imagine any draft not going that way. And we know that he's shown us that he can come back after a two or three game layoff and just pick up where he left off. So a lot of people are thinking this isn't, this is just like last year and the year before, I think. But this feels different. Doesn't well, it? now it does. Right. Now, because now it seems like there's like he is really digging his heels in. I mean, he's off the depth chart. Yeah. Like, I he's not even... I'm not sure that's a thing, though. I think people are making too much out of that. Oh, okay. I think that was just, you know, coaches make a list of who's playing, and he's not there, so why would he... He's not going to play that game, so why would you do that? So, fantasy-wise, mm-hmm. um, this is obviously anybody who is owning Le'Veon Bell is, you know, crying under their pillows every night, very, very angry, 
But I'm assuming not only is our somebody in our league making moves, maybe some other people want to make a move with Bell too. Oh my gosh, that would be my recommendation. So what do you do? Well, let me tell you what I did. Okay. So the guy in our league wants to get rid of him. Smith. And actually, last week, I offered him a trade. It wasn't a great trade. It was really swaying on my side. But Can you he, tell us what the trade was? He doesn't... Oh, gosh, I forget. I think it was... Um, I was going to give him two of my RB2s for Le'Veon Bell and... Two for one? No, Marshawn Lynch or something. It was oh, like, okay. it was not great. But I was considering that the trade I'm giving him is for nobody. Like, I'm getting one player and it's not Le'Veon Bell. That's a, that's a risk I'm taking. But it was... I mean, I could see him saying no, but I was saying to him, you don't really have a starting running back. And what are you going to do? So this week, he sent out a little well, last message. Last night, he last texted night, the whole group. He says, I need a running back. I am pretty sweet with running backs, and um, I want Bell. So I offered him, for this week, I offered him uh, Devontae Freeman and Carlos Hyde for Le'Veon Bell and Devontae Adams. Now, I know people that really know football will say, well, gosh, you're at Devontae Adams is a good player, mm-hmm. but you're also considering that trade as if I'm getting two players, but I'm not really getting two players. I may only be getting one. So what I'm really offering him is a, a top 10 running back, a top 15 running back for like a top eight. Well, receiver. not top 10 as of right now, but ideally a top 10 running back. Freeman yeah. didn't do that I much mean, last week. But yeah. if you take that, you are taking a player that somebody would have drafted in the first round. Yeah, without you know, any So you are, at least for Bell and Freeman, you're getting a first rounder. Yeah, I don't know. It's so interesting. I think, I'm, I imagine when he texted us last night, every single person was like, ooh, I kind of want to do this. Like, what can I give Smith to get Bell? Yes. But then, so it was like a roller coaster of emotions. I'm thinking that, and I'm like, you know, what can I give him? What do I want to do? But then, then I'm, a half an hour later, I go, no, I don't want it. Yep. Because this could go 10 weeks, and then who knows what's going to happen. It is no player. It's a yeah. zero player. But so gun to your head, what happens with Bell? I think he's coming back next year. Hmm. Um, so we're going to drop this tonight. No, uh, yeah, it'll be late Wednesday So night. I probably, I mean, that's probably confidential information that's based on the <laughs> trade that maybe we'll talk about next week. We'll, like see, we'll see what happens. Well, King, you're not involved in any kind of trade deal with Smith. I'm not. I've thought about it. So you can, you can, you can answer honestly. No collusion. Uh-huh. Hashtag no collusion. Okay. Okay. So what do you think is going to happen with Bell? Well, I think he's probably going to hold out three more games and then realize he's not making any money and give in. So you, you seem like you had a pretty good handle on the situation earlier. So you, week 10, he can not play till week 10. Mm-hmm. What happens after week 10? Uh, he loses his ability to be a free agent. The next year. Right. Which so means he would have to be a Steeler again. Ideally, or, or we get traded. Or they could drop him. Drop him. But he couldn't be picked up by another team, is my understanding. So we, oh. you would think after week 10, he would then be playing for the Steelers. Yes. Well, he can play the last part of the season, but he's banking on getting a huge contract next year. Right. Which he's not going to get. With not the Steelers. Play. Well, Ideally. they've already offered him what they, if yeah, they yeah, were going to yeah. give him more, they would do it. Right. So they have offer, already made the offer. It's crazy. Uh, well, if your league has any interesting Le'Veon stories, uh, hit us up on the email, thisfantasylifepodcast at gmail.com, or hit us up on the Twitter, at TFLifers, and tell us what your Le'Veon situation is. Uh, all right, a couple more things we're going to do before a break. One is the most surprising player of the week, um, and as we look back at the week and what players surprised us, and I, I would say week one was really weird. Um, yes. Watching the games on Sunday, it was constant um, 
just I, I was surprised at every turn, I feel like. I was surprised at the number of 110s and above for scores we had this week. And I don't know I don't know the, yeah. the um, statistics, but it seemed like we had a lot of high scores this week. Or the actual yeah. NFL scores were 40 points here, 40 mm-hmm. points yeah. there. Um, so we already mentioned the Bucks, Crazy. Mm-hmm. So Deshaun Jackson went completely off, two touchdowns. However, um, he got a concussion. So it seems like he might not even be playing this week. Like I was on the waiver wire, and he was at the top of the, every single waiver wire list. But he's going through concussion protocol, so who knows what's going on with that. And then who knew, Fitzpatrick, the beard, is strong and alive, <laughs> and it's been oiled, and it's been groomed. And Fitzpatrick. unbelievable, 48 friggin' points. Is he going to be able to repeat that? Uh, no, the answer is no. I mean, that, that, was, that was his career game. And the Jets, J-E-T-S, Jets, Jets, Jets. The National Football League Jets. The crow was flying what? with the Jets. He had two touchdowns, 100 yards, a gigantic game for Crowell. Um, and then in in Wanua in in Unwa in Unwa in Nunwa? and he was also a, had a great little game. X Brown, right? Yep, X Brown. Uh, X Brown's killing it overall on the Jets. Yeah. I mean, there are a lot of them. Yeah, super surprising. Uh, John, anything surprised you? Oh, I think you hit them all. I I was trying to think of some things that surprised me the most, and I think you got them all. Maybe some of the um, some of the running backs. Carlos Hyde getting a touchdown yeah, and, and looking, game. looking pretty good. Um, how about the Bengals getting the dub? That was w. a huge surprise. I was shocked. Yes. That was a huge and surprise. And I would say fantasy-wise, what, Joe Mixon was the best out of that crew? Oh, hands down. He had like yeah. 95 yards and a touchdown. I mean, it's yeah. no surprise. You're a 40-whatever fan. I'm a Cowboy fan. Brandon's a Bengals fan. Our good friend Jack is a heavy-duty Browns fan. And we were sitting around the other night going, when was the last time the Bengals and Browns fans were feeling better than the 49ers and Cowboys fans? <laughs> it's been a while. Yes. Um, next thing we do every week is look at our league specifically and talk about what some of the worst bench decisions were. Um, so there were a few in our league. One, um, so it was kind of a controversial player, but AP last week was being dropped oh and picked gosh. up and dropped and picked up. Sean, you're on my dropped. radar, bud. <laughs> you know, this is the thing that I don't understand. Oh, here we go. I Set don't understand this. Team up. <laughs> I, yesterday when we were on that group chat and I was trying to make a trade with Brian, everybody is just flinging poo at me. They're going to Brown Town at me. We're gonna we're going to screenshot that group message and put it on the Twitter and, and let everybody else judge for themselves. Everybody's so upset with me trading, and then Alan even comes on and says, "Brian, be careful! Don't give anybody away." As if like I have never cheated, and and yet I have this 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 aura about me that every time I try to do something, you guys think I'm cheating. Does this tie into AP anyway? Yes, because Sean just blatantly did a bag move. And you're going to have to bleep there that. There are bleeps there, right? <laughs> <laughs> but, like, are you kidding me? He, he dropped AP. He picks up AP pick up, as a free agent. Dropped him. Never plays him. Drops him. Picks you, him up. You tried to pick him I up. I tried to pick him up, and he's on waivers. And Sean's ahead of me on waivers. And that is a complete random waiver pick. So in the mailbag, we're going to talk about the waiver wire situation that we had in our league this week. Okay, th- there's even more to this. Because then he picked AP up and dropped Tyler Lockett. And I'm looking at Tyler Lockett, and I'm like, hmm, Baldwin's hurt. I wonder if I want to pick Lockett up. And I go on today, and now he's dropped uh, Pierre Garçon and picked up Lockett. So are you just watching Sean's team right now? I was just looking at the transactions, <laughs> hoping my trade went through. I mean, everybody does it, so, but... So what you're saying is... Actually, you, I don't do that. I, I go to my team and see what I got, and then I'm done. So you're upset right now that you didn't try to pick up Lockett, and then somebody else got him. That he keeps fairly. picking up players and putting them on waivers and then dropping them. Are you kidding me? <laughs> They should at least have to play. 
I want, I want the commission to do something, but all I get is profanity. Well, if it makes you feel any better, Sean didn't start AP, and he should have, because if he would have started so AP, he would have won his game Karma's against a, the commission. I've already done uh, my quota. Yeah, that's enough. Yeah. <laughs> put, put the money in the jar, bud. Um, Schilling also didn't start Randall Cobb, who had a big day. Didn't matter. Didn't he still matter. beat me. Still won. Yeah. Um, and then Hans didn't play Kenny Stills. Didn't need him. Didn't need him. <laughs> Can't imagine that any of us would have played Kenny Stills. Um, so, but Sean, yeah, sorry about, about AP. I am, me too. Um, all right, so we're going to recap our league specifically, looking around at the standings. By the way, that's the first time that I have been okay with Lil Brian winning a game. Ever. So, uh, yes. Well, you're a big person for saying that. I know, you know. Yeah. And, but Very magnam- magnanimous. magnanimous. Uh-huh. Magnam- that's hard to say. Magnanimous. Thank you, Pabst. Um, so... Half the team is good, half the team's bad, or half, half the, the league, league is bad. Yeah. This is that point where we're saying 50% of us are just losers. Yep. So winners are um, Brand, no, nope, Brian, nope. Thanks. our commish, um, Alan, Schilling, uh, In My Feelings, best name of the league, Hans, and Big Jeff scores touchdowns, second best name of the league. Um, and everybody else lost. So here we go. Uh, Chris, can you tell me who scored the fewest points this week? Who scored the fewest points? Oh, that's probably me, right? It was. It's got to be me. Oh, yeah. I was I terrible. <laughs> By a lot. I didn't even have to look. Yeah. I, I, so I, I scored like 60 points. It was, it was terrible. That was my intro. It was going to be who drafts a, a defense that gets oh negative my gosh. nine points. Going back to I was wrong. <laughs> we, we should edit this back until we were wrong. He picked up that defense. Oh I picked gosh. up the Saints defense in both my leagues. <laughs> and they gave up 48, 48 points to the Bucks. Got me negative nine points in our league, which I didn't even know was possible. What was hilarious to that was you were telling me that, and as we're watching the the uh, the Lions and Jets play last night, and the, or Monday night, and the Jets are just kicking the Lions' butts, I'm like, well, I'm going to get minus nine. I got nine points. Yeah, unbelievable. And you got minus nine. That's incredible. Um, Might be a new record. And in terms of the standings, our commish wanted to note that the person that last week you predicted with your fancy computer system would be the worst team in the league, in fact, scored the most points this week. You know, there are some flaws in the system. So interesting. It's early. Just something we'll say. Yeah, it's very, yeah. And we're fond nothing of saying matters right now. blind pig acorn. Yep, blind pig finds an acorn. Yep. All right, we're going to take a break. When we get back, we're going to go down to the wire, one of my favorite uh, segments. We're going to do a new segment, Weekly Worry, and the best segment every single week. We're going to get back on that sea bus. Stay with us. All right, we're back. Um, so more segments. Now we're kind of shifting, looking ahead at the coming week, week two, the arriving week. Um, and one thing, I see good things. It's for been me. a controversial subject. Is the waiver wire, um, but we're still active on it as much as we can be. So every week we try to give you some advice on who you should pick up on that wire, who we picked up when we go down to the wire. All right, so I had some unfortunate things happen on my team. Um, oh, one, that's too bad. they didn't score many points. Hmm. Two, I started bad players. Um, three, one of them got hurt. Uh, so my very first player that I drafted, Fournette, uh, went out, and he is like day to day, not looking very good. Um, so I went ahead and got his handcuff, TJ Yeldon. Um, I think he has a hamstring business, which um, I know can linger in those running back boys. That's soft tissue. Yep. So I got Yeldon. Um, I. Uh, in the next segment, we'll see what I do with him, but uh, I got him. Um, I also picked up Brandon Marshall. Uh, Doug Baldwin, out. You were talking about getting Lockett, yep. but Marshall looked pretty good last week. And I think um, Russell Wilson might rely on a veteran 
right receiver. I've always thought Brandon Marshall is super, super talented, just was never on the right team. Um, so I think he could have one of those, you know, some receivers and like their later years will go to a team like the Patriots and have like a really good year. And I have some weird right. feeling that Brandon Marshall might do that with Russell Wilson. The Seahawks need something like that. Um, so I'm pretty high on Brandon Marshall. I'm not sure if I'm going to start him or not. Um, but I got both those guys on the waiver, John. So he's two years, he's two years out from being that guy. You think he's too old? Yeah. Uh, but, maybe. but you're picking him up for like two games, right? Uh, yeah. I mean, I'm just, just cut Baldwin's out. And so I think an interesting pick on the waiver wire this week is Deshaun Jackson, who had a really, really good game. Yeah. But, but he's concussed. hurt. And concussed. And is it like for wide receivers, do you think, boom, he's got a good game and this is a start of something big? Or was this just a game and now he's concussed, he's going to come back and not be worth anything? Well, that's the thing. So he's still a free agent in our league. Yes. And so nobody picked him up. Nope. I think my other league is the same thing. No one got him. And uh, a, a risky pickup, you're kind of giving up somebody, so you have to have space yes. on your team. Yeah, I, it was tough for me in the waiver this week just because you're at that situation where you don't. We still don't really know. It's a little early. Still early to give up on people if they're yeah. not hurt. And it's you, a little early. And the worst thing would, would would be to drop somebody that and then goes off in two weeks. That'd and, be horrible. And you play that guy. Yes, exactly. Um, King, were you going down to the wire this week? Uh, I did, in fact, go down to the wire. How was I, it? It was fine. <laughs> um, you seem better for it. Thank you. Well, mm-hmm. Delaney Walker um, died. On Sunday. Yeah. So I needed a tight end. And I got Jared Cook, who in our league was the number one scoring tight end last week. Yeah. Um, I'm sure he won't play like that all the time. <laughs> now that you have him. Right. But he was a free agent. <laughs> right. I it's, mean, technically speaking, on the wire right now, there are only like four players. Because they're just players we've dropped in the last two weeks. Yeah. Well, but they were all on the wire on Tuesday. Yeah. But I mean, free. There were more free agents than than uh, waiver wire picks. Well, I thought, yeah, yeah. That oh, that's worthy, fair. I worthy, guess. I guess worthy of something. We're including free agents on this segment. Yeah. Yes. Yeah. Cool. Um, all right, so a new segment this week. Um, it is called the weekly worry. So what we're gonna do is we're gonna go around the table, and it's gonna be like a little therapy session. So we're gonna talk to each other and express a worry that we have this week about our team, a conundrum, if you will, a fantasy problem. And we're all friends here, and mm-hmm. we will give each other advice, honestly. Mm-hmm. We are obviously thinking that listeners out there, lifers, may have similar problems as well. If you would like to be on the Weekly Worry segment for the coming week, you can email us at thisfantasylifepodcast at gmail.com, or hit us up on the Twitters at TFLifers. Uh, send us your Weekly Worry, okay. and we can even give you some advice before Thursday. And don't forget, I lost last year. So don't listen so to John. my advice is going to be good. <laughs> I won. And despite the fact that I scored only 60 points in our league, I would say my advice it's is an medium. Anomaly. It's an anomaly. It's an anomaly. I mean, yeah. we're going to give better than adequate advice. We'll give honest advice. We'll give honest advice. We'll yes. believe in what we say 100%. Okay. Um, I'm going to go first. Go. So my lineup this week, we just talked about week one was really weird. Mm-hmm. Don't know what to do. So uh, I have kind of a stardom, sit like, who do I start kind of thing. Right. So, the guys I picked up, TJ Yeldon, Brandon Marshall, Fournette's not going to play. I'm almost 100% positive. So, I could start Yeldon. They're playing uh, New England, who is good at football. But they give up points. Sure. Um, Brandon Marshall, uh, like we just said, Doug Baldwin's out. And they are playing Chicago on Monday night. And then James White for the New England uh, football Patriots. 
and they are playing, as we just said, Jacksonville. Well, let's start with James White. Let's do it. And the thing we know about the Patriots is it's always a risk. Sure. Anytime you start any receiver, Brady can look at everybody. Or running back. And he throws to everybody. And and running back, for sure, He you never know who they're playing at running back. Are they actually going to run the ball? Are they going to – then sometimes they run one guy or sometimes they run three. So I would just eliminate the Patriots. And, and you're okay for that. So after we eliminate the Patriots, who do we have? We have uh, Brandon Marshall. And TJ Yeldon. That's my pick is Brandon Marshall because I think Russell Wilson is going to be looking for targets and Marshall is going to be a big one. Tyler Lockett will be a big one. Uh, they're playing Chicago. Chicago on Monday as well. And I, and I feel like Chicago has a better defense than we think. Yeah. But Yeldon's going up but, against the Patriots. And you know what? When I think of TJ Yeldon, you know what I think about? Nothing? Not a thing. Yeah. <laughs> I, 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 it doesn't make me think of anything. That's fair. Brandon? Yeah, I would also say Brandon Marshall. Okay. I would, lo- I would love for Brandon Marshall to be good. Well, not because I picked him up, but just because I think that'd be a fun story. Thanks, guys. No, you're welcome. You know what I feel? How do you feel? Not worried. Oh, oh. good. Really? Yeah. Sweet. Starting Brandon Marshall. It's just I can't sur- imagine this coming back to bite either of you next week. This is just a service we do. Yeah. Uh, all right. Who, who else is worried this week? Brandon, do you have a worry? I do have a worry. Uh, tell us. Um, so... My conundrum, if you will, mm-hmm. is to start either I will. Golden Tate Ooh. or Marshawn Lynch. Ooh. Now, Golden Tate obviously plays on the worst team. Not the worst team, but of well, the two. I mean, they look the worst of the they two. They look like maybe the worst did, team yeah. in the league. Yeah, but <laughs> worst teams don't matter because Golden Tate has Matthew Stafford. Who and Stafford three picks. But that that doesn't minutes. affect Golden Tate. And if he's just putting the ball up in the air, he gets lots of, lots of opportunities. So what did he score this week, past 11 week? 11 or 12. Okay. And they're playing um, the this, Niners this week. Correct. Spoiler alert for later on who I love. Yeah, I don't think the Niners, Niners have a great secondary, though. Richard Sherman. Yeah. They, they do have Richard, Richard Sherman, Sherman allowed only one completion. Would, the would that Sunday. be the matchup, Golden Tate and Richard Sherman? Yes. Yeah. Yep. But, and even at that, I think Golden Tate ha- can take that matchup. Yeah. And now Lynch didn't get as much work in week one as uh, they think that he will. Oakland's playing Denver uh, on Sunday. Right, and Denver's got a pretty good defense, mm-hmm. but if Lynch is the number one guy in Oakland, it's tough. I, for some reason, I have a soft spot for Lynch. I think he still has it. I think he, I think he averaged. I had him last year, mm-hmm. and he did average about a touchdown a game. Because after Marcus Allen, the Raiders had had so many star running backs. <laughs> Thank you. Yeah. You're agreeing with me. Uh-huh. Yeah. <laughs> uh, so, so I would say Lynch. You would say Tate. I would say Tate. Yeah. Is that a flex? I still feel worried. Do you still feel worried? It, it is oh, a flex. Yeah, it had to be, right? You wouldn't put Tate in as running back. Uh, I don't think it's that much of a... I think it's a toss-up. I yeah, think they was. both could soar about the same. So next week, we won't laugh at you either way. We'll yeah. say, you know, yeah, it was a reasonable decision. And Thank you won't you. get mad at us Absolutely. either way. Probably. <laughs> uh, John, can we help you ease some worries? Boy, could you. I am so worried. <laughs> I have a really good running back stable, and because of that, I have a very bad Humble receiving brag. stable. And mm. right now I have Aguilar, Galladay, um, Davis, and Robbie Anderson in my wide receiver fold. And all of them seem to me to be about the same. They're all about seven-point players. And I don't see a, a – like I need two wide receiver ones, and I don't even think I have two wide receiver twos there. So who's Galladay? He plays for Detroit. He had a touchdown, a big. He got one catch for like forty-seven yards and a touchdown. Yeah, third player was, which was more than Doug Baldwin, who's hurt. Third player was um, Galladay and uh, Aguilar, Robbie Anderson. Robbie Anderson. Who are the Jets playing? Oh, Miami. 
Oh, gosh. Um, and the I thing is, Aguilar is still benefiting from the fact that uh, Jeffries is going to be out for another game, but so is Wentz, and Foles just is not throwing the ball well. Yeah, and who's the other receiver in Philadelphia? Uh, Zach Ertz. Yeah, Zach Ertz. They don't really have one. Yeah. Yeah. Gosh, you're right. Foles looked really bad. Um, I think I would go with Anderson. I would also go with Anderson. Ride that hot hand. Yeah. With the Jets Jets. Um, but Anderson didn't have that many catches. No. Um, he didn't, but he had a decent amount of yards and a touchdown. I he think did. he had a long touchdown catch. Yeah. And that might have been it. But I think he might have. But you would say that might be an anomaly even for him. Like he he could maybe could average more. Well, catches and you have Darnold, a first year quarterback. What's yeah. he going to be doing? So. Yeah, thanks. That's guys. a tough one. How do you feel now? Although Darnold looked really good, he did. I'm still kind of. But the Lions, I think, are bad. Well, obviously. Yeah, I'm not going to be able to sleep too well. <laughs> All right, uh, so we're a little less worried. Once again, if you want to be on the weekly worry segment, email us at thisfantasylifepodcast at gmail.com. Hit us up on Twitter at tflifers. And now we come to the best segment of the week. We are going to get on the bus. <laughs> All right, so we're here with DJ, a member of the Paul Jennings Memorial League, which we can't really talk about why that's called the Paul Jennings Memorial League, but that's what we love about your league, DJ. It's yeah, what's going on, so guys? Much, so much we can't talk about. So uh, yeah. how'd it go this year? Uh, so far, so good. Started off 1-0. Um, nice. My running backs really put up a dud for me. So, so who, hopefully who, next week's better. Who are those guys? Kareem Hunt and Dalvin Cook. See, I told you about Dalvin Cook, but I'm not going to say I told you so because that's not the kind of podcast we are. Going yeah. up against that well, stout Niners D, what do you expect? You know, I expect him to be slow coming off the torn ACL, but not that slow. Also Niners D, I mean. Yeah, I mean, the Niners aren't that good. So tell us a little <laughs> bit about your draft. Um, our draft was a complete disaster. How so? We had a new commissioner um, awarded position this year, and he was just a real dick. He <laughs> was supposed to set up the draft somewhere. We are a PG-13 show. Were, Not anymore. <laughs> yeah. Well, that's just his name. His name's Richard. So. Oh. Um, that go on, by all means. Yes. <laughs> but so we set up the draft, and it was double booked at the end of the day. So we got to the bar. We couldn't have it in the room because there was like a 30th birthday party going on. And there was stuff everywhere. So. And by the just, way, that bar is called Sports on Tap. Yes. And it just was in the newspaper because it had 100 <laughs> violations of health code violations. Aww, and congratulations, yes. Sports on so Tap. I think, That's I, impressive. But I think you were sa- saved something there, botulism at the least. Yeah, exactly. Um, so, so. so you have a new commissioner. Talk about why do you have a new commissioner and what was the process you did to choose a new commissioner? Because I'm sure in our league we're very intrigued by the possibility. Um, well, Fritz was our former commissioner. And he lives out of town, so it's hard for him to set up what we have our main. We have four main league events each year, so we all get together and do stuff. Um, That's the commissioner's job to set up. So when he's not here, it's hard to get everything together. And then our process was god-awful. We were just at a bar (laughs) one night, and he was like, I'm not going to be commissioned anymore. Who wants to do it? And two people raised their hands, and the one guy's like, I really need this. And then everyone's like, all right, you're the commissioner now. But, like he needed it like for his life like just to, he needed yeah it. like he just needed that boost like that power well good so, for you way to help him yeah. way to help a fella out what are your well, uh what are your four league events that you have uh we have a draft summit where we get together and do a competition skills competition and you get points based on where you place and we do like five different games 
and then you get to pick your draft pick Whoa. based upon where you finish. Yeah, it's a whole day's event we do in April around the draft. That's very cool. Yeah. Um, then and we then, have drinks. Yeah. We have the draft. We have drinks giving because we're all back in town for Thanksgiving. Nice. And then uh, we have a Christmas party at the end of the year to award very the, cool. the and trophy. As, as you know, our big thing is that if the, the loser has to wear a dress and serve at a Super Bowl party or the draft party this year, um, in words that can be expressed on a podcast, what does your loser have to do? Um, he has to wear, um, some headgear uh-huh. during the draft. Um, it's a little low on the chin and kind of mess up your balance. Kind of like some big whiskers. <laughs> sure. Okay. Yeah. I think we can all picture okay. that. Yeah. And uh-huh. he has to go out in public in that. Yeah. Just for the first two rounds of the draft and then you're allowed to take it off. Oh. We usually have a secluded room, so it's not too embarrassing. What did they say? Justice tempered by mercy. Yes, I exactly. Think that sounds good. All right. So, uh, tell us about your team this year, Deej. Uh, who people, who do you... Do you, who do you like? Who are you worried about? Um, uh, where I'm do you see it going? Amari Cooper. Yeah, he same. Is, uh, I had a big zero from him. Yeah, me too, night, man. Which really, really freaks me out. Um, I mean, I guess I'm worried about running backs now out of nowhere. Didn't really expect that to happen, but so I got we, a lot of depth. So we were talking this year or this week about how week one, it's like you don't want to jump to conclusions. Um, do you feel that same way, or are you ready to cut guys right now? Uh, I'm a real wild card, so for me, I'm looking for an opportunity to buy someone that had a bad week that I still think is good. Um, so I'd probably take more risk right now than I would not do anything because that's what chickens do. Do you have any uh, trades lined up or anything like that? Thank you. Um, definitely been talking to some people. We've had quite a few things go back and forth. Uh, somebody wants a couple of my quarterbacks, Ugh. which I'm not really sure. Yeah, nobody, nobody has two quarterbacks. Who is that? Go ahead and call yeah. them out. Uh, that's uh, the boy, is what we call him. The boy. He wanted to send me uh, Geronimo Allison for Patrick Mahomes, which is just ridiculous, obviously. But having Why a guy on your team named Geronimo is good for team names. That's pretty cool. Yeah, so. yeah, I suppose, but we like things a little bit darker. So what's your, what's your prediction? Uh, I think I'll probably go 9-4 and four, um, and finish with the title again. Who's going to be last? Scott. Without a, without a doubt. Wait, I think I remember you saying Scott last year, too. Yeah, I mean, this guy is just a train wreck. He has no idea what he's doing. <laughs> has he already done anything really dumb? Like, did he draft anybody really stupid? Oh, man. I mean, he had to have, right? I mean, come on, it's Scott. Yeah, of course he did. Let me see. I can't think off the top of my head. Like a like a kicker in the second round or a quarterback in the first round? Um. Oh, he took LaShawn McCoy in the second round, which I think is just... Out- outrageous considering the fact that he could be suspended for the entire year oh true enough yeah i mean because when we drafted we still didn't know that he wasn't going to be suspended but for the most part scott's really just a real ranking slave he just does whatever matthew Barry says to do which is in that sense why I even play yeah but at yeah. least he's listening and that's not good scott sounds like an idiot just a yeah, pure scott pure idiot. idiot all right real so much. Here in your league, we've got it's out there. So I can read these because they don't have all of the name. It just has some of the names, so you have to fill in the blanks for what it is. So it's out there, and Hall Monitor and Speed Bumps are all leading in that division. Yeah. So is is that a surprise or? Are, are... Um, nothing's really a surprise yet. After week two, I'll be surprised. Well, Speed Bumps actually they lost Le'Veon Bell, and they did not have James Conner. So it's still one. Yeah, that Whoa. is surprising oh, and so, also kind of scary. So we were talking about Le'Veon Bell earlier. Earlier, maybe the last thing we'll talk about here. Um, so what is so somebody the person in our league is trying to trade Le'Veon Bell. Obviously, no one here knows what's going to happen with Bell. 
Uh, DJ, what do you think is going to happen with Bell? And is the person in your league um, trying to move Bell at all? And if so, what's the what's the action around that? Now, the person in our league is not trying to move Bell. Um, he is very adamant that he's going to be coming back here in the next couple of games. Okay. Do you agree and with I that? Really, yeah, I feel the same way. I mean, at this point, I assume he'll be back for week three is my thought. Um, if not, he'll sit out four games like he did last year when he was suspended. Right. And um, my trade is still on the table, by the way. Yeah, our, I mean. You can't trade DJ. You know that, right? <laughs> no, DJ well, I, has been consulting me. Oh, yeah. Or insulting me. I'm mean, not sure. One of those. Maybe both. If the player in our league was moving Le'Veon Bell, I would be very interested in acquiring him. Yeah. All right, DJ, you won your league last year, right? No, I did not win the league last year. Oh, I thought you did. Oh. No, unfortunately, it's, I haven't won since 2012. Was my last title. Well, you don't gotta, you don't gotta say that, man. Why am I asking you? <laughs> no, for nobody advice? here knows. <laughs> well, I mean, I'm just being honest. How many titles have you guys won? Uh, I have one in the past year. I, I, <laughs> you have two, actually. Before that, <laughs> I've got a second place sometime in the last decade. <laughs> so I think I won like first year last. Or 14. <laughs> Why are we podcasting? <laughs> oh, God. All right, DJ. Thanks a lot, man. Yep, no we'll, problem. We'll probably talk to you later in the season and see how things are going. So anything you want to say to anybody in your league? Do you have any? Because, you know, we, we prefer somebody have something nasty to say. Not not super nasty, but, you know, some trash talk. <laughs> yeah. I mean, I would just like to say to Mr. Sato uh, that this week I'm facing him. I actually picked up. There's a little bit of controversy with James Conner. Uh, he cleared waivers, and I swooped him up right after the draft, uh, knowing that Le'Veon Bell was still not there. And uh, he was quite salty saying it was a dirty move, but – you know, waivers have passed, so it's not my fault. Uh, and we're playing head on head this week, and I'm going to take him down. So agree to disagree. All right, man. We'll talk to you yeah. later. See ya. <laughs> DJ's a good fella. Yeah, thanks, thanks, DJ. Thanks for being on. Paul Jennings Memorial League. What I have fun one league. more. It is, they do sound like they have a lot of fun. Like they really maybe, take it seriously. But like maybe they have more fun than we do. Well, I mean, I, they are have been friends for a long, long time, and most of us have. So the two different divisions are the Kane and the Cohen division. I read the Kane. And now I'm talking about the Cohen. And it is funny because I'm only getting to see like one or two of the last words of their team names. But our listeners don't want to know the rest so of the team So different. Name. It's hilarious it's to me. Very bad. They sound like inside jokes when in fact they're just really bad. So Cranberries and Massacre, that's DJ's team. They're both tied at one, one win, of course. And Discipline Daddy's Midnight, that one I can say, a little Crabtree, uh, it's Threat Level Midnight. Oh, which is nice. a, a homage to the office and tight vocals all have losses so that's the uh, paul jennings memorial league all right another league that we're going to check on every single week is the greenhouse goonies our friend bethany who was in the podcast last year uh that's also my other league uh we got team neil for real keeping it uh at the top of the leaderboards he's one to know um raider nation one to know mutter city convex one to know straight cash homie one to know and uh, our Browns fan over there, Evan, mighty fine with seven and nine, one and zero. Oh, nice. Unfortunately, uh, our friend uh, Bethany, easy breezy, beautiful, is zero and one. Steel curtain, zero and one. Dog pound, zero and one. Um, Captain TBD, zero and one. And myself, brown eyed, brown eyed girly, excuse you, me, um, also zero and one. Did not have a good week over there either. Seems to be a trend. And Bethany at zero and one, picking. Um, Breeze, Drew Breeze. Every single first, year. First round. Not, not, not always first round. Not always first round. But so she, she's willing she, to wait. She's going to get Drew Breeze every single year. Okay. Just for that name. Mm-hmm. Um, the Pissing League, our commissioner's other league, mm-hmm. um, has standings as well. Uh, some of their teams, uh, my Johnson is girly, is our friend Brian. Uh, he ended up losing, so he's 0-1. Uh, see you next touchdown uh, is 1-0. Um, mm-hmm. It looks like 
uh, No More Care Bear is um, 1-0 as well. And Not at the Table, Carlos, uh, our friend Cody, uh, the commissioner's wife, is 0-1 in that league also. Uh, the big league, our friend Alan's other league, and our friend Kyle as well. I feel like those guys are pretty serious. Very serious. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I think we'll have them on the league uh, on the podcast this year for sure. Uh, so Alan is one and zero, and Kyle ended up being zero and one. Unfortunately, uh, looks like Kyle lost by point one points. That's why decimals are stupid. Unbelievable. Yeah. Um, Death Valley Dead Men is one and zero. Chance Time zero and one. Uh, I make very bad trades, a great name, uh, but 1-0, so joke's on you. Smith, I'm looking at you. Uh, Galactic Bulge is 1-0. I hate Will Lutz, a great name from last year, returning. Returning for another year. Unfortunately, 0-1. Why does he hate the kicker from the Saints? Um, So uh, good luck to the big league, all those guys over there. We'll be checking in with them every single week. Uh, The West Side guys, again, our friend Chris, who was in the podcast last year, um, he told me, and I need more info on this, is that they are now playing two teams each week. So I don't know what is happening Boy. over there. And they're the West Side guys. Uh, so leading over there right now, Chris is actually winning. He already has two wins. Um, James is also with two wins. Uh, Dave, Mark, also with two wins. And everybody else over there, Christian, Kent, Charlie, Oil are one and one. Uh, Tom and uh, Kent are 0 and 2. See, I'm Tom and Kent. I'm not willing to risk having two losses in one league. I- I've never heard of that. Yeah, that that sounds like a psychological nightmare. Yeah, we've got to talk to them. Yep. Um, all right, we're taking a quick break. And on the end of this episode, we're going to look ahead to next week. We love some guys. We hate some guys. Uh, we have a mailbag. We have and a new game. Chris, I have a little game for you. Let's play a game. All right. See you in a few. See ya. All right, one thing we do every week as well, looking ahead, we're going to see the matchups in our own league and kind of quickly go over them. Um, so interestingly enough, every single matchup has a 1-0 team facing an 0-1 team. Nice. Ooh. So there is hope for both teams. Things will change rapidly Things next week. Things will change. All right, so I'm playing uh, Schilling, Cooper, Hardly Newer, boom, uh, taking on Stop Overthinking. Uh, right now, I am um, Schilling is ahead by five points in the projections. Uh, so it seems like a pretty even matchup as well. What else we got over there? Schilling John? beat me, and he just he just played every right player. Yeah. Oof, um, gross. Bad Juju and Puppet Master. Yep. So Alan versus Sean, and I got to say, after Sean's, and I'm not going to do it again because we only have so many bleeps on this broadcast. But <laughs> I mean, Sean killed it last week and still lost. Alan had the highest score, I believe, all week last week. No, nope, so Brian did. Our commission did. Oh, yep. and but Alan was pretty close. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And so my money's on Alan. I like it. Uh, King, you're playing the commish. Some revenge. Hopefully. Right now, you guys are projected only four points apart. Yeah. Seems like an even matchup. Uh, Smith, gunshots or fireworks? All right, that's mine. So Smith gets gunshots and fireworks, and Big Jeff scores touchdown, and that is a horrible-looking line. Oh, my gosh. Smith with 69 points, Big Jeff with 96. Um, and Smith, I'm still here. Hopefully by this time we've made our trade and you have a better team, but obviously Big Jeff has the team to beat. I think he really has the team to beat uh, overall. Yeah, his team is a monster. Um, and then, boy, you have got a very tough match with Hans coming up. In my feelings and Royce rolls, 94-93 uh, projections. And the Holy only cow. reason it's that close is because I picked up a kicker who has one more point than the projected than the one I had. Whoa. So, <laughs> nice move. Yeah, really you know nice what? move. I know football. Yeah. Okay, the segment that has been with us since the very, very beginning, looking ahead at the players that we are uh, going to be hopefully starting this week. Uh, We talk about guys that we love. I 
So, week one was weird. We don't know anything. We've already said that. Mm -hmm. Uh, So, somebody who I think is going to bounce back is DeAndre Hopkins. I think people, like like, um, our caller DJ was saying, he can make a lot of moves right now. Mm -hmm. I think DeAndre Hopkins is a guy you you just wait. I think they're not going to be that bad every week. I think it was a weird game. They played the Patriots. Mm -hmm. I think DeAndre Hopkins is going to be just fine. Uh, I love that guy. The guy I love is on my team, and I just am really, I, I think I'm smitten. It's uh, Royce Freeman. I Aww. feel like he is going to be one of those, he's going to be like a MVP uh, rookie this year. So Royce Fre- Freeman is my guy. Well, oddly enough, that leads into the guy that I hate. Ugh. Oh, I hate that guy. And it's not Royce Freeman, but it is the other Denver running back, Lindsey. And Denver running backs, we've known for many years, are just so hard to trust. Yep. Lindsey also had a fancy little game, fancy little rookie uh, outing. Um, I think he's a pretty hot pickup right now. I just don't think you can trust him yet. Uh, the commish told me the exact same thing. Uh, Royce maybe is the guy, but I think, once again, you just got to wait and see what happens with that backfield in Denver. Yep, and the guy I hate, Aaron Rodgers. Every week. Every week. I, I think you I should pick him. a different guy one week. I hate Aaron Rodgers. He uh, may not even play this week. This week, the guy I hate is AP. I think AP is going to... We have seen his his game. This is what Washington got him for a game like last week, and that was his game. I think from here, we just see a decline. Uh, Chris Thompson is going to take over and be the starting back like it should be. Is Chris Thompson for sure there this week? Yes. Yeah. Oh, gross. They're playing Indianapolis. That could be rough. Um, all mm-hmm. right, so that is it for all the advice. We have one, a couple more things to do. Um, we need to go down uh, the street, down to the end of the driveway. And yeah. King, we have to go check the mail. Mail time. Mail time. You can be in the mailbag. Also, if you email us over at thisfantasylifepodcast at gmail.com or hit us up also over on TF Lifers, we can consider that a mailbag as well. Um, so this uh, email comes from Brian, our commissioner, and this is a this is a, a narrative, an anecdote, a oh story. Oh my gosh! Holy moly, that is paragraphs. So Brian told us this story. This is about his other league in the draft. Mm-hmm. Um, he told us this story a couple weeks ago, and it's a great story. It's a little long, um, but I think it's it's funny enough to read. So bear with me, okay. if you will. Just wanted to get you guys get your take on the situation I had at a draft. This person always takes Aaron Rodgers in the first round. Parentheses, which is dumb. Someone took him right before his pick at 10th overall. So he took another quarterback, Watson, then on the pick back around, picked Tom Brady. Then coming back around for his third and fourth picks, he also took quarterbacks. As a commissioner of another league, I know there are limits to how many of each position you can have. So I asked, and sure enough, this league has a limit of four, which this person was unaware. He became very grumpy about that. Not sure if he wanted to keep drafting quarterbacks to force trades or if he was just an ass. After he found this out, he proceeded to draft three defenses and three kickers, the limit for each spot. He then took, he then took two running backs, Terrence West being his best, and two receivers and two tight ends. The question is, what would you do as a commissioner of this league or as a member of this league? With 12 teams, the others who play him more than once are at an advantage. He should not win a game all year. My suggestion would be to have him forfeit his spot, take his money back, and have the commissioner control the team. If the team makes the playoffs, which is super unlikely, any money won would be put into next year's league, but he would definitely not be invited back. Would you have said something halfway through the draft or let it play out? This was more than just dumb drafting, but actual 
sabotage I mean, signed the commission i'm not surprised that the commission would take such a dictatorial stance i get that <laughs> that's a dirty word but i think you immediately after the draft you walk right over to that guy hold out your hand and say thanks for your money because well, this is not a case of he is never going to have a winning team. If you lose to his team, that's on you. But like Brian said, there are certain players, certain teams who will play him more than once. Yes, and, and I understand it. And I had that problem with Smith a few years ago when he wasn't playing every player. But this guy doesn't have a team. Smith had parts of a team, and he would play them occasionally. This guy, it doesn't matter who he plays. Well, he doesn't have a team. I think there is a difference between Smith and this guy. Smith, yes, that's you know, what I'm saying. The Smith and this guy per purposefully sabotage his team. And so there's no way you lose to his team, so I say you take his money and just let him let him play. It's not going to be any fun for him. And how are you going to lose to a guy with, with those those kickers? They don't have enough players to beat you. But if Brandon plays him twice and I play him once, Brandon gets an easy, gets another win, more, one more easy win well, than I do. Well, maybe. Yeah, but, but you but also get one easy win. You get an easy win. But you get win. two. But that's in his division, right? I mean, I guess I see that, but... There, there also the trickle-down effect. I mean, that, that did screw up the entire draft. Yeah, I feel like you're playing into his hand a little bit if you if you make him quit. But I would just take his money and go with it, see what happens. It might also depend on, like, your relationship with that person. Yeah. You know what I mean? But everybody everybody's playing by that rule. A crazy story. Yes, yeah. What a weird guy. I identify with the guy. I would have done that. Um, of course you would. Mm -hmm. All right, so John, you have a fun way to okay. end this episode. So I have a game, and I was thinking about this coming in, and I just wanted—I'm going to read off the name of a quarterback, and between you and Brandon, you're just going to shout out very quickly: Is he going to be a Hall of Fame? Because we make so much fun of Jimmy Crapolo being a future Hall of Famer. Which I don't is understand. he going to be a Hall of Fame quarterback, or is he not? All okay. right. Yep. Are you ready? Yep. I'm yep. In. Uh, Cam Newton. Yes. No. Uh, Pat Mahomes. No. no. Ben Roethlisberger. Yes. Tom Brady. Yes. Drew Brees. Yes. Aaron or Andrew Luck. No. Matt Stafford. No. No. Kirk Cousins. No. No. Ryan Fitzpatrick. Hilarious. <laughs> and uh, Drew Brees. Yes. yes. Uh, so pretty much. Uh, what about some of our newer guys? Uh, Tyrod Taylor. No. No. Deshaun Watson. No. No. Eli Manning. Yes. yes. Why? Because of the Super Bowl? Yeah, he's got two Super Bowls. Uh, against uh, the best team of the last 20 years. Yeah. Joe Flacco? No. Yes. Ugh. Ugh. All right, Brandon, I think we're about ready to play off. I'll read a couple more just to see what you think as we play it out here. How about Tyrod Taylor? No. no. You already asked that. Oh, I'm sorry. Uh, okay. Seriously, Jimmy Crapolo? Yes. No. Yes. No. Yes. That's a re-end, I think. Yes. <laughs> All right. This has been fun. That was fun. I love right. football. I love you guys. And we will see you next week. Play us out, Brandon. <laughs>